0: All right. Hey, y'all. It is grab your wallet time. Uh, We've been having fun doing this show. We love you guys for supporting us. Those of you that don't support us, patreon.com is where you go give us the money to get us to these people or beers to these people so we can interview them. And John's got some t-shirts. So that's on stealthisbeer.com slash merch. Check that out. Either way, thanks for playing along. Can't believe we get away with this every week, Monday at five.
1: about beer over beer by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much
0: all right hey y'all it's five o'clock on monday and we are stealing beer i am augie cart who's with Hey, what's up hey john hall
2: sorry to go What's up,
0: Cass? What's up, Justino? How's
2: it going? Oh, it's just the four of us. That's nice. We're doing a catch-up episode. So I mean, it yeah. used
0: to be it used to be when Justin couldn't produce a guest, we'd sit down <laughs> and just bullshit about what's going on in the market. But It's, COVID been, and, it's been a minute. I don't
1: COVID think we've ever Justin, done one of these.
0: I think we, oh, we've Zoom? done a million of these. No, on Not Zoom. on Zoom. That's the same. Back, yeah. back when it'd be like, oh, so-and-so dropped us. We'd be like, all right, let's just go live, and we'll pretend that so-and-so was never supposed to be here. But now nobody drops us because we call in. Um, you know what? We did do one, right? We did get dropped by somebody. I remember it was hot. I was sitting yeah. outside, and somebody.
2: Oh, that's great! Right. It was somebody that we're, we're. I don't think we need to name the person, but yeah, I'm not uh, trying I, to name re- them because you know. You, yeah, I no, I remember that. too, and I don't. Uh, I don't yeah. take that person's calls anymore. It's like you broke, <laughs> you broke my heart in a Saturday afternoon once. After Justin like sent him beers. Yep, and he yeah he, yeah, he had fewer beers. beers. You saw him so post every on social Patreon media. a couple
0: he owes every Patreon a couple petrudes, whoever That's that right. person is. Because I That's honestly right. don't remember.
2: Ju- Justin me. and I were uh, were on Facebook as uh, as we were recording the show that this brewer should have been on, and he was just casually posting about his afternoon and <laughs> like the turkey sandwich <laughs> he had for lunch. And it was like oh, Is this all oh, true? Yes. Oh, yeah, it's a hundred percent true. Justin and I had a whole side chat. Justin and I usually have side chats going on during the uh yeah, you know, the very long Augie Carton soliloquies that happen on this show. We just, we need to to fill the time ourselves. So.
0: You're taking important notes so that you can keep up when I'm finished.
2: That's, right. notes. That's so what I like notes. to hear.
0: That's what I like to hear. Work out them notes. son. Anyway, but we had into one of these and, and Justin really has been producing such amazing quality guests and so on. But I was like, fuck, it's, I think it's been near a year since we just caught up. So let's catch up. So, John, yes, sir. How is starting a new business where you try to actually do journalism as it relates to the beverage industry, specifically craft beer, in a pandemic
1: harder than
2: that? harder than you'd think, and uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, given the current state of journalism, it's you know, it, it's been I had no idea what i was doing when andy and i started this thing in in late 2019 uh when we started beer edge and uh we've learned a lot along the way And, you know, we've been doing the podcasts, uh, you know, multiple, uh, as you guys know. Um, And we've been doing some some newsletter format uh, stuff and we have some plans for the future. And, um, you know, I I think there's a need for it these days. And I think there are. You're talking about journalism? About journalism. Journalism anywhere on the local level, on the state level, on the national level. Like we need just good people who are out there to tell stories without fear or favor. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, certainly the kind of conversations that we've been trying to have and what we have been doing for the last year or so. And, um, you know, it's, it's hard to get people to pay for news though, or, you know, to do subscriptions. And so, you know, when we have folks that, uh, you know, you know, help us out with Patreon money on this show, you know, that's a, that's a huge, uh, commitment. And that's a, it's, it's a really wonderful thing that people are, are, are doing it. And I think, uh, if, if, you can give people good information back, uh, or, you know, entertainment or whatever else, uh, it's a good and fair exchange. Um, I'd like to see, you know, that for, you know, in-depth journalism, in-depth investigations, uh, you know, good long form stories that, uh, that people want to hear and that should be around for uh, a long time. So that's, that's sort of our plan right now. And it's slowly coming together and, There's people who are supporting us through advertising, which is nice. Um, But, uh, you know, we need uh, the people who read and listen to, I guess, help out too. So Uh, talk to me about um,
0: talk to me about these fun little like we all know that, you know, anybody that thinks I know what I'm doing is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had so much fun as a bystander to beer edge and John hall in the last year Uh because of this show, but I'm aware of, but don't really completely understand this week in Rausch beer, uh, (laughs) camp route beer. And now there's, now there's even another, like, you know, it's so, so yeah. When, when you, when you sink your teeth into one or two of these things, defend Pilsner, I guess, is crotchety's way of doing it. Yeah, and but so, how much of them are actual things? How much of them are kind of the fun?
2: None of it's real. You know, I mean, that's the I know, part but, of but 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 at what point? At what point? Does at some point, it became the fun real. That's joke the thing. of
0: this week at Roush Beer turned into yeah. Beer Edge can make some money selling Camp Roush Beer T-shirts. Well, and is there, there a point, a foreseeable point where you're like, fuck, we've sold 10 million of these T-shirts. Maybe we should actually do this conversation like that. That's been a fun thing to watch. And I love being associated. With it. I think I'm like you're the biggest fan and most active user of this week in Roush Beer.
2: Uh, I actually I think it's a guy named uh, Jake. Uh, Jake, who is our number one fan. I'll pull up the stats uh, as, as we're talking. But you're up there. So, yes, yeah. so, so I, the I adore is- it. Every
0: time I see it, I'm like, this is wonderful. But the truth is, it's now been going on so long, and the mixture of me checking in on it wasted, slash, yeah. oh, look, John's being funny, slash, wait, has this actually turned into a thing, or is it still just a joke on the other things? I really don't know where it begins and ends these days. I, I, so talk I me either. through like what part of the last year s- started these little side gags. And besides being wonderfully funny for those of us that play in them, what's what what are they doing?
2: So the the whole thing, and I think we talked about this when we had the guys from Dovetail on, but when I started the Drink Beer, Think Beer podcast, they were the first interview that I did. It was the fifth show that aired, but it was the first interview that I did. And we were just messing around and talking about like what beer podcast should be. And the two of them, uh, uh, Hagen and Bill started saying, you know, there should be uh, a Rauk beer podcast. And so we created this whole little fake Podcast of you know every week mm. it's you know in depth news and it always ends with Bart Watson from the Brewers Association giving us stats on root beer sales <laughs> and like <laughs> and we laughed for like three minutes and then that was it and I forgot about it and then like as more and more people started listening to that show I started getting emails being like when can I hear the root beer podcast and I was like okay like whatever uh. and by like the fiftieth email that came through I was like well shit like this is something and then. It was the pandemic, and it was April Fool's Day, and I was like, we need to do something because everybody's kind of miserable right now, and what can I do that's, like, not making fun of the situation that we're in, and so it was, you know, creating a completely fictitious podcast with, like, you know, newsy theme music, and, like, I did a voice on it, which I don't do, and, like, like an NPR the, voice or, like, a it different was, character? Uh, it was like a very serious oh, 1970s I I Roger Grimsby oh, news nice. force, nice. you know. Uh,
1: nice. Because,
2: and it was the whole thing of like, we were taking ourselves, like the whole thing, like Andy and I wrote this in an hour, like with the conversation of like, what should we do? And Andy read an essay and like Ray Daniels from Cicerone came on and like goofed. So the whole thing like was a joke. And then as April Fool's Day 2021 started coming up, people started saying like, oh, can't wait for the next episode. It's going to be great. And I had no intention <laughs> of doing it again. I had no intention of doing it again. But then it was like, well, shit, like maybe we should. And then I kept seeing like, you know, you come out with a new glass for your brewery like every other week. And uh, and they, these things sell out and they're kind of fun. So Andy and I said, well, what if we like made a logo and for this fake podcast? And what if we just made up like 50 glasses? Wouldn't that be funny? And we did, and we did, and the 50 glasses sold out. And I'm not—I'm not even joking. This is how cool this community is. But sold out in like an hour and a half. So we had to order more. And then you know you're not
0: allowed to order more, right? That's the whole idea about a limited
2: thing. Yeah, well, but (laughs) but we did because, like, you know, like we set up a merch shop overnight we didn't know how to turn off the inventory so like we actually oh. we have it. <laughs> John, um, i can teach you that if you know. yeah, well, no i know <laughs> yeah, right that, now i've learned now i've learned mm. but uh but then you know so andy and i are like well how far can we take this and that's exactly what it came up to and like so we were talking we're like well what about like you know a beer camp for you know Rauch beer nerds and we're like oh yeah camp Rauch beer so we had carl uh, who does our graphic designs for our glassware here at steal this beer. Uh, we had him create, you know, a, a, a camp out logo. And we put it on some, you know, uh, camping mugs and some t-shirts and yeah, you know, like people aren't buying it in the same clip that they were the, the first glassware. So like maybe it's yep. losing steam, but I don't know, this Facebook group that we have going on this, this weekend route page, it's, you know, it it's very, to almost so a it's,
0: thousand people, right?
2: Yeah, so it's it's real, but it's not. It's like people who are like smoke beer enthusiasts and who are in on the joke that this is not actually a podcast, but we're calling it a podcast. Mm-hmm. But then it's just people who like there's home brewers sharing recipes and there's like yeah, no, I've seen coming some on fun and stuff like so like it's it's kind of cool. So, you know, I we're gonna I don't know if we're gonna keep doing merch. If people want merch, we'll do it. But like otherwise it's just a cool place to like talk about you know smoky delights and I adore it. Yeah, it's it's now.
0: So like do you do you and Andy worry that, that that's your best idea? <laughs> like a year well, I in do now. Like, how but you know what I mean? Like a year in, are you like, we need to do actual news that's as interesting as Camp Yes. Yes.
2: And you know and I mean? we are. And, I mean, you know, I...
0: no, all right. Let me let me change topics because that was just okay. fun and, and no, I, that get was, it. I appreciate like, you asking. Basically, it sounds to me like it's your coffee cream out, right?
2: Yeah. Sure. Like,
0: oh, that's, I think it'll be hilarious if I make a yellow beer that tastes like coffee in a sea flooded with coffee stouts. Let's see I, how this I, goes. I also And love, all of a though, sudden
1: I have to do it every year. Every year. Yeah. <laughs> but I also love that like
2: it, it has melded in with what we're doing over here, where people just sort of see it as like a seamless thing. And you know, like that's that's a pretty fun compliment as well. That like, you know, like the work we're doing on all of these platforms and you know, like together, you know, regardless of quote-unquote parent company like it's you know we're all involved in it and it's kind of fun and it's yeah so it's all right
0: so next question about journalism or beer journalism and all that um without getting too deep since last time we spoke i think the most you know the most the most attended news topic in craft since mid last summer was brands,
1: um, Instagram,
0: and all the things that it brought to light. Um, And I'm sure what I'm talking about is what's wrong with the entire news cycle. But I'm wondering, I know that when you and I spoke about it early, you were waiting to do what would be considered proper journalism on it. Yeah. And it seemed from so I become aware of it when Kennedy texts you and me um, some screenshot and I'm like, the fuck is this about? And then I get the links and I catch up and I'm all I'm all informed and I read all that. And then I start seeing news and I will give a little credit to Good Beer Hunting. I think they leaned heavily into Kate as a good reporter for the topic sure did and i think yeah. they got the i think they got the only thing even close to news together or the clo- i wouldn't even call it news but reporting at least on what was going on i thought kate did the best work in the quickest amount of time and literally almost everything else i saw that mentioned it was either drivel uninformed or five simple five sentence paragraphs that something happened somewhere yeah. And nothing good of came of it. Pieces. So, yeah. So as you try to find a place for actual reporting on what's actually going on and actual repercussions, where's the fine line between or where where's the line you're seeing, be it fine or broad, between like New York Times blog reporting and New Yorker 73 pages reporting. You know what I mean? Like how much it, even if you do all the appropriate news on this event as it's happened six months out and give us an in-depth thing, like long reads about it, do, you know, it, does anybody read it because they think they know what happened because of all the shit that was reported week one and two? You know what I mean? Like, how are you guys finding a way into that?
2: I'm, I I've been doing multiple interviews a week. Um, uh-huh. since this started and, you know, a lot of it is off the record at first, you know, because, um, uh, you know, when you think about the nature of Brian, uh, Allen's Instagram, it's a lot of anonymous posting and, you know, it, it's tough to, or, you know, it's tough to, um, track some of that back. And, you know, in some cases you can call the brewery and say, Hey, there is this anonymous post, uh, that said, you know, your company did X. And they said, well, that's just not true. That didn't happen. And it's like, well, where's the follow-up then? You know, this is, this is sort of yeah. the, the, the trouble because like, I don't have specifics. All I have is like screenshots. So first of all, finding people who are willing to go on the record, um, is getting easier these days, you know, uh, you know, in the, in the last week or so we've seen, uh, two women, former employees of Wormtown, uh, they retained an attorney, uh, and they're contemplating legal action. But they've, you know, come out and shared their experiences at the place and their names and faces uh, that 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 go along with this. And I think that we're seeing more people, um, you know, just handfuls here and there, um, you know, come forward, and that makes you know that actual reporting a little bit easier because a lot of the time it's just you know, oh, you know, this person said something about this company, this company denied it. Um, where we started to see some of the action. Um, Or some of the repercussions, you know, there's breweries like Lord Hobo, uh, where the founder of that brewery, you know, stepped aside and somebody else came in and we saw it with, you know, tired hands and some of the other places as well, where, you know, statements were put out saying, you know, owners are taking a less active role because of this. And so you can see the cause and effect that came with it and there's stories that have come out, you know, because of that. But, you know, it's when you, when you think about some of like the Me Too stories that came out early on, if you know, like the Harvey Weinstein's and you know the the Bill Cosby's or even some of these, um, that was months and months and months of reporting um, that led to those stories, and then the floodgates opened. And here it's sort of you know the opposite of you know there's huge floodgates early on, but now it's sort of figuring out you know what are what what's the actual repercussion, you know um, right. Are there going to be long-term changes? And so that's that's where I've been sort of focusing. And my my hats off to the to the real reporters that were doing stuff early on uh, and doing the news of the day stuff because that was that's tough to keep up with. Um, but who I think besides
0: it's... who besides Kate and what's it called do you think did a good job? Because I'm telling you, you know me, I barely keep track of of you know I, I get what I need from the information and then I move yeah. on. and I don't retain I mean... things like names and brands and all that.
2: Yeah, I mean, and it was
0: like around Kate's fourth one where I was like, I guess this was a good choice because this is the fourth one I've read by Kate. So good on you. Good beer hunting for giving it to her and getting out of the way. Sure. You know, Who else did a good
2: job? I mean, I think Chris Shepard did a good job with uh, with his newsletter, but that's a smaller audience. And Brewbound uh, has been covering it. Justin Fonte, who's over there, has done a uh, done a really good job um, uh, breaking that down. Uh, and then there's been some other like things in like local papers, you know, like the Boston Globe or the Atlanta Journal Constitution or uh, you know the San Diego News Tribune, like places like that where they have beat reporters uh, that are covering their own sort of subsect of you know what's happening on a national level, uh, you know, breaking it down by city or by town, uh, or even just by brewery in some cases. So um, you know, there, there there's been good examples of smart reporting that has existed. But you know, I do think that there's going to be uh you know the longer term stories that are going to be coming up soon enough. And and these are stories that need to be told. These are things that need to be, you know, not only just for for, for beer, but you know, when you see it in other industries as well, at least it's shining a light into a corner uh where maybe light hasn't been before. And that's always been the role of investigative journalism and just sort of you know, the freedom of the press and um just being good humans as well of just sort of you know telling bad humans to stop being bad humans. So
0: well it's awfully judgy. Isn't Um, it though? It really is. So you know we should talk a little bit about beer. So there's a version of this show we do just for the um Patreons when we used to be able to get together where we would order a beer, like pick ourselves a beer, and we would just you know, know what it was unlike the usual format of the show and john and i would be very candid and catty about all right here's why i ordered it here's what i thought i was getting here's what it is here's what i love here's what i hate here's you know here's what i think of this glass in particular and so on and so forth so today since kennedy didn't send us beers and i had the the Liberty to pick my own beers for this. Cass last week dropped me off a mixed six pack
2: from Paw Pack Brewery, which I believe is where you are in the world. Right now John Allia. I mean, I'm, I'm 13 minutes from that brewery right now at the uh, at the lake house. Um, so
0: I'm carefully picking my way through. And we I, also
2: I, had Logan on the show like three weeks ago. So. Yeah, yeah, but that's why. Yeah. So that's why Cass got it for me. But so I yeah. kick
0: this off with a Holler Tower Blanc Kolsch. Yeah, by them, and I've just moved on to the grodsky Aha! Uh-huh. And I will this give you ch- yeah. I will give you a choice for my next one after I sip on my rauch between the no-frills pills and the my buck,
1: <laughs> <laughs> or my buck. That's I a... swear to God,
0: that's what it's called.
1: Or uh, the my the my buck the my buck is is to die for.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, so, it I got, is so then I got fucking days. good. <laughs>
0: Then I got Lake Hayes number 16 flyover and tee it up. Super fruit. Send chip.
2: Oh, so, well, we talked about
1: the tea on the show. The tea beer, the tea beer is fucking amazing too. So good. <laughs> so cast votes, cast votes, my buck and tee it up.
2: Yeah. I'll, I'll go along with that. I, you know, I think the pills is, uh, I, it's usually what I buy when I'm up here. Uh, I'll buy a,
0: do you like the Skradsky? Cause the Skradsky is great.
2: Oh, it's, it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's I think you can tell me or they can tell me or I can check the can. But I think it's that real, totally normal, you know, oak smoked, uh, oak smoked wheat. Like it's got that that barbecue, but oaky flavor, not that barbecue, but German flavor.
1: Cass, did you bring uh, Augie a bottle of the uh, of the bourbon? No bottle,
0: no uh... bottle.
1: I actually, I actually didn't physically go get these. Logan sent a case back with the crew, and I got a nice text message from uh, one of my guys that there's a case of beer for me from Hall and Paul. <laughs> so, really?
2: so a case of beer, and Augie gets the six, six pack. That's nice. a mix
1: six, no a two the same.
2: Fan. I can't follow up here, John. I got <laughs> yeah. one, 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 and one.
1: <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't share it all.
2: <laughs> no, that's uh, well, that's what I'm. You know, Augie. We need Thanks, to talk Logan. Up doing a, uh, uh, you know, the bourbon barrel aged canoe
0: yeah right because that's wooden, totally wooden canoes. all right so let me tell you about some shit that's exciting me uh, since you just touched Jeez. that but so it's uh you know it's it's been six months since i went full-time at carton and you know we're figuring stuff out still trying to figure out if it's even possible to make money on the on the flawed business model of the last eight years and we're patching holes and finding paths and things are going well, but we're coming up on our 10th anniversary, August eleventh, And a couple fun things are coming together that were things in the past my past role as you know, guy who writes recipes and then writes ad copy and then sits back would have never allowed me but you know boils where we have our our Yearly anniversary party who sold our first keg 10 years ago hasn't reopened from COVID yet, isn't sure he will, but he is going to open for our anniversary party on the 11th, oh God, um, which is super fun and exciting. And you guys, everybody who listens to the show knows Jesse because Jesse's been on a bunch, but my original brew partner, Jesse, has been involved in making these 10th anniversary beers with us. So when Jesse left an open Interborough, part of that is they make um, spirits. And I didn't know this. I'm sure we could have Lou on and he could teach me all the nuance. But even though Jesse doesn't call it bourbon, in the bourbon style of
2: whiskeys, American, American whiskey. Yeah.
0: Whatever it is. It's it's a it's a whiskey as Jesse calls it, but it's this is the rules of bourbon, is that it must be four years old. Yeah, did you yes, know so, that I didn't yes, know that? Yes. It starts at four. There's nothing, there's no such thing as a three-year-old bourbon. Anyway, so they're now it's five years since Jesse started Interborough. So four years whiskey has been in the barrels. So he selected a certain number of barrels to put together his first whiskey. Um, and I went up and chose three of those eight to twelve barrels to take back down to carton and then we brewed a stout with Jesse that we put into those whiskey barrels that'll come out on the 10th anniversary. So it's, it's like a little first full circle. It's all come together. There still is some good in the world and woohoo and yay for good friends and yay for good creativity. And look at us from 10 years ago when we were trying to figure out if we should bourbon barrel anything, we're now doing it in Jesse's own bourbon barrels. So that's awesome. I thought that was fucking dynamite. You know, you, you hold on to these little kernels still as you come out of COVID. It's like, what's good in the world? And the, these Jesse projects and just and like I said, I was telling you guys, sorry, before we went on air, I started with the wallop wall and pow puck. Pack.
3: I love how Paw much trouble pack. you have with this name. <laughs>
0: um well wait till i get three more beers in me um
1: (laughs) not that hard
0: (laughs) it's either gonna flow perfectly i'll be like well or it'll just be one letter at a time um but anyway i started with our kolsch because we released a kolsch yesterday we made a proper kolsch stanga to drink it out of and so you know we do that project where we you know the brewers get to make their own beer put their name on it and we give money to charity for them and this is my current head brewer, my current favorite brew partner since Jesse's Kolsch was what this glass commemorated. And that was just fucking delightful. So from Kolsch to
2: bourbon barrel aged stouts with Jesse, this has been a good week. Can we talk about, because I don't know when we're going to have the the other occasion where I actually want you to talk about your various beers um, uh, on the show, but uh, most I think you accept friend requests from everybody on Facebook. Uh, is is yeah, the one I've sort I? of seen. It. No, that's fine. So, <laughs> and one of the features of Facebook is, uh, you know, they tell you when somebody's birthday is, and you can post something on on, on their wall. <laughs> you you have been running the longest con that I've known hmm. about for years. I knew that this particular beer was going to be coming up. You have not actually been wishing people happy birthday on their birthday as much as you have been encouraging them to buy a beer that would one day come out (laughs) from the brewery. Is it called something nice? It is called something nice. (laughs) Augie Carton released a beer called something nice, a Belgian table beer called (laughs) something nice. And for the last eight years, 10 years on Facebook, he has just been trolling people (laughs) on a day that should be happy for them. (laughs) Augie has just been doing like this singular joke. And I found out about this beer maybe four years ago. Yep. And I, I have had to bite my tongue the entire time because I did like, <laughs> over beers and I was, I I was just like words of secrecy. And like, so every time that I see you post on on somebody's birthday wall, I'm just like, you son of a bitch. Like, no, just, well, I'll- come
0: on. You're, you're giving it so much more credit than it is that it deserves. It's That is not the intention of the whole joke. But it's, it's it's the way my brain works and the fact that something nice falls into about four categories. If you really want to know the drink something nice birthday thing, it way predates carton. And it's just what I've always wished people. But back when I used to do film production, I was doing a TV show on a stage. And those days are usually pretty chill. So there's a lot of bullshitting as opposed to like being out on the streets and making a feature film. If you're doing sitcom, you know, multi-camera TV shit, in Queens on a stage, you got a lot of time to get friendly with your actors. We had a young actor on the show who one day I was like, so what do you want for lunch? He's like, I don't know. Get me a nice piece of fish. And it just cracked me up. I don't know what about that sentence, what he was saying. He, you know, he said it like he was an old character from a Woody Allen movie. You know I mean? I don't know, a nice piece of fish. <laughs> and it made it made me sick. that made nice my favorite descriptor for something you should eat or drink. So, you know, when people would be like, what should I get? You know, what should I do? I was like, I don't know, eat something nice or drink something nice. So that became the, the wish for you, drink something nice. And the nice part about, as I entered the beer business is drink something nice. is just a well-wish, right? Like drink something that makes you happy. I don't care if you even drink booze, get a yeah. eat your favorite fucking kombucha. Get your favorite fucking, I don't don't know, flavor of Perrier. I don't care. Just drink something nice. It's your fucking birthday. Drink something nice. Drink something that makes you happy. And that made it not, you know, that made it not drink my beer, drink somebody else's beer, drink champagne, drink whatever. was just, you know, drink something that makes you happy. And then when I was working on something nice, the... So, all right, let me just quickly. What the beer originally a saison, right? Well, it's it's always been. How do we make the kind of table beer? How do we make an Augie Carton's breweries or vol is really the idea. I just want something that no matter what the fuck you're eating, you can have bottles of this in your house. They will last one, two, five, ten years. They'll develop. They'll get interesting. And if it jives with you, it doesn't matter what you're eating. It's just a food-friendly table. Ale, you know what I mean. So where we've ended up now, because I have all the beers I've ever made a cart, and this is the one I've dumped the most. I've probably dumped twelve fermenters of the table saison before it became something nice, and that was part of the discussion I was having as I dumped another batch with a brewer five years ago. I was like, it's got to be something nice. It's got to have hops, but not be hoppy. It's got to have malts but not be malty. It's got to have fermentation profile, but not fermentation profile. And if it's super cold, it should be different than if it's warm. And it needs I, to do all those things. And I can't imagine. Looks-
2: I can't imagine why people who work for you go batty.
0: Well, I just they also I can't make
2: the best beers they've ever made in their lives.
0: Um, so you know, it's a give and take. But anyway, the um so where we ended up on this, where this beer now is in you know with stark who i've already mentioned but stark and i've got austin who's in charge of my r d and the whole owc dirty beer program we finally fine-tuned it and what happens you guys will love this because the genesis is part of this show but so you guys know we do the Planning jersey beer with evan where we use what i now identify as locust yeast which is what we pull off beehives every fall to make that beer with him We now culture that yeast in house. And what happens is when we pull planting Jersey out of the fooder, we steam clean it, but don't chemical clean it. Mm -hmm. So that a lot of the bugs still live in the wood and we just push them away. So we put the wort in and don't pitch yeast and just let that wake all the bugs up. Then 24 hours later, we pitch a proper clean saison pitch. Let it ferment, and then we bottle condition that beer when it's finished it, with the locust yeast. So most of the fermentation is a clean, white, peppery, a little bit of banana, a little bit of clove, saison fermentation. But with you know the the persistence of our Brett and lacto from the locust yeast fucking around, and then it does all of the bottle conditioning. And we do this all on malts from Hillary down in Jersey. And it's got the spelt in it. I talked Hillary in a growing three years ago. So somewhere between the locust yeast fuckery and the spelt and the kind of general sweetness of Hillary's grains, the beer finally came out right around our 10th anniversary is, oh, thank you. That is something nice. So that's why it happened. It wasn't a long con trolling of humanity so it's totally
2: it's totally a long con. It's, that's the story <laughs> that's the story that i'm sticking with that yeah, is good uh, journalism john now that's you know it. the whole story that's go it. with your headline <laughs> cass are you in north carolina right now
1: i am in north carolina i've just left vaulted oak brewing that just literally opened three weeks ago they're they're doing so well that they only had a, a few beers on tap. <laughs> like, you sound like you're back, the weather chopper. And I'm, yeah, well, the windows are open because I'm in a car about to go to another brewery called The Town that we can at. And The so Town? Yeah, The Town. It's called The Town Brewing.
0: All right, cease into what? system. I definitely registered this town.
1: <laughs> the whole brewery is called The Town. It's not, right, well, not
0: or... Now they're not because you just told me they exist. And now I got to cease into system. That's how fucking trademark works, dude. You should keep your mouth shut. Well, whatever
1: man <laughs> <laughs> whatever we'll just have, them, we'll just have them on just the show the ex-
2: cash just hit the accelerator to get there to can a little bit faster
0: <laughs> before before those labels are a collector's item i'm gonna go
1: get a nice crispy lager off the line
0: mm, yeah, so I'm gonna go get is a there lager, lager
1: called this no, that would be hilarious i don't even know i don't even know what it's called um oh, yeah, so yeah I'm running around North Carolina, man. I've been everywhere from the uh, the Blue Mountains to Charlotte and back. So nice, quite quite the scene over here. I haven't been down here in four years. The amount of breweries that have popped up uh, uh, between Asheville and Charlotte it's it's a pretty amazing. Hall, I know you were just down here too. Um, There's in Asheville. It's, yeah, it is. You
0: went to Asheville without not, me. Fuck, I did. You.
1: Yeah, we I both did. did. And guess who else I is there right Asheville. now? Mr. Mr. Monahan's there right now. So you're missing out. Monahan that is party
0: always too. there. Literally every time I get a random drunk text from Monahan, he isn't home, he isn't in D.C., and he isn't in Brooklyn. He's in fucking down Nashville, there up to no riding good. Riding
3: mountain bikes or something.
0: Up to no good. Up to no good. But
3: there's also a town brewery in Toronto, Ontario. <laughs> oh,
1: you better sue the Canadians,
0: or You don't sue them. You just cease and desist them.
2: So it looks like their pilsner is actually called Summer Sultana. I'm looking it up right now. And they have a bunch of other beer names that are like whatever, but they have a uh, 9% hazy DIPA, so uh, double imperial uh, pale ale, that's called Imperial My Apologies, You're Welcome. And that just kind of, that tickles me, that name it's, not a, good story. it's you, not a good story it's not just so you story. know when
0: you write john, john just so you know when you write d-i-p-a you mean double india pale ale not double imperial pale ale
2: See, every writer needs a good editor
0: thanks for <laughs> <hearing my back. laughs> speaking of good editors how's crouch doing defend pilsner all right so you know i always try to give you know, give my support in the ways I can without actually, I think if I say this is great, the whole world wants to argue with me. So when I think something's great, I pretty much just say, let me know what you think about it. But I wore the defend Pilsner t-shirt you gave me onto one of my Instagram videos where I talked about a new beer and you know, I always wear silly shirts on that shit. Like I love, like right now my shirt says maybe today. Satan. like I like funny t-shirts that defend Pilsner t-shirt got a lot of reactions. Like it sure lot. did.
2: Yeah, no, we got, we got a lot of reactions. Uh,
0: um, how does that, so does, does that, is that actually a product or is that like camp rock
2: beer? No, it's not a product. It, it was just something that we were kind of fooling around with and messing around with a little bit. And, uh, you know, we, uh, had a logo, a logo made up and we put it on some t-shirts and stuff. And uh, yeah. You I know, love that
0: t-shirt. That t-shirt yeah. gets good reactions, which is it, promising
2: for humanity. It does. I wore mine yesterday uh, to the farmer's market. And as I was buying a pie, the guy goes, that's an awesome shirt. And I said, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so it's, it's it's you know, Andy is a huge Pilsner lover. He's, uh, he's a big well, fan well, of the... Well, uh, a- a- Andy
0: isn't a huge... Andy isn't even like a medium anything, <laughs> but
2: Andy is but. a very short man, but Andy, Andy is a great appreciator of, uh, of fine made pills and especially from, uh, you know, the side pour pills and the, uh, the, the check pills and all of the, uh, the various, uh, traditional type stuff. So he likes a good mug and uh, he believes that uh, there shouldn't be any nonsense associated with uh, such a revered style of beer. So, uh, defend pilsner is his way of basically saying keep your your fruit and your double dry hopping and your lactose Scott Wells out of our uh, out of our pilsner. And uh, you know people people dig it. It's uh, it's it's been fun. Cool. John, did you
3: know that Barrier made a no can defend pilsner? Made a what? They call it No Can Defend Pilsner. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a karate guy on it, and it's a pilsner with ginger, turmeric, and white tea. Oh, God. Is that new? uh, Oh, this. (laughs) I just Googled Defend Pilsner, and this is one of the things that came up. They Um, made it No Can Defend? (laughs) No Can Defend. That's actually a funny. Yeah. I'll send
2: it to you guys. Well, thank you.
0: Um. Speaking of which, Kennedy, you just threw a John thing in when I was getting to you. How the hell has your year been, mon frere? What's going on in, in day late Christmas beer books? What what Where you been? What's going on this year? Tell us, tell us the oh, Justin I, Kennedy I, I story, that, being the only one of
3: us that actually got the COVID. I learned that my second book is getting uh, reprinting, which is good. Is that the Scratch and uh, stuff? No, that's not the scratch and stiff. That was the first book, John. The second book is uh, nice. book uh and when they when they told me it was being re- reprinted, I said, Oh, that's that's amazing. I hope most of those places haven't closed by now. Oh, good point. Which is a real thing because you know, a lot of places are if not temporary temporarily shut down, at least uh, I don't know, momentarily shut down or you know, for the long term. We've seen that a lot lately. And I sent you guys an article. I know we we've all been talking about. Uh, a few places including
0: ta- uh falling rock
2: falling rock. Yeah. i almost went out to
0: colorado with Hall, but yeah
2: i, I did. did i, I was did in denver know? for 51 yeah. hours i was there on the last day wow. or on the first day of the last week of uh, uh of their of their closing i heard from a couple of brewers and some other writers from around the country that they were gonna descend on falling rock and open up some big tabs and you know help some people mm-hmm. ride off into the sunset and uh, I wanted to be there for that and have an article in the works. And yeah, it was, uh, boy, what a what a loss, um, a place like that. And also, you know, like what a what a snapshot in time of what beer used to be and the promise of what it could have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And I know uh, in New York City, we lost the Ginger Man uh, back in, I think it was the end of last yeah. year, towards the end of last year, which was a uh, bar that I didn't frequent, but I always appreciate it i mean there's a weird crowd there is a different
0: a weird crowd you know, it <laughs> well it's a happy it, it was, happy hour it was the penn station crowd right yeah. wasn't ginger exactly. man where you would yeah. go before you yeah. got on a train to out of new york
2: yes yeah. Yeah. yeah it was penn station crowd it was the grand central crowd it was kind of close to both of those it's where you'd go and you'd pound a couple of beers at a bar out of a glass before you walked through penn station grabbed a couple of tall boys and paper bags and drank those on the train yeah. Yeah. But I also
3: remember going to a, a brewery event there one time with Patrick Rue when he was in town, and they did, in one of the back rooms, a beer and cheese pairing, and oh. they had uh, <laughs> Black Tuesday or whatever the, that beer is on and which was you know just mind-blowing at the time. This was back probably 2015. Was I
2: there, there with, I with so. you, Kennedy? Kind of I feel like I might have been you there. Might have been, yeah. I feel
0: like you guys invited me, and I might have missed it.
3: He was on beer sessions right before we went up there. Hey, so hey, hey. I probably texted both of you guys on the way. So.
0: I, that's true. I, and you know, I'm a big fan of Patrick. So that would have been tempting. But even He's I know. beer
2: at his winery again. We should have him on soon. Sure. I yeah, love I've Patrick. I'm a uh, huge Patrick that. fan. I, that was more of just like, I don't feel like sending an email to Kennedy after the show. So just, uh, just was, record it. That was me offering notes.
0: In real Those time. are the notes lieu, you were ranting and raving about at the top of the show. In, in Jesus, lieu of our dude. production, thank God I'm not on that meeting. text chain. Yeah, thank God, I'm not on that text chain. All right, hey Cass, I took your advice and did the my buck. It's it's insane. It tastes like Concord grapes.
1: Hmm. Yeah, interesting note.
2: Cass, I wish, Cass, so I, wish I had warning the guys from town that the lawyers were on the way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not on mute. This looks like there's another brewery opening up here though. Oh that's all it's the new Legion spot.
0: Walk in and sell them cans, dude. Oh,
1: uh, we are they're already a customer, so <laughs> can't really go, can't really go in there and sell them anymore.
0: Sure, you can. It's a can shortage.
1: Yeah, the my That's a good time. I'll probably gonna crack that when I get back at midnight tonight. Just uh, yeah. my shower, shower beer when I get back. Nice. My it's nightcap.
0: Nice, the- the uh, behind the Grodsky, it lands on kind of a pretty ashiness, but it's flaunting a lot of like americanus grape notes. It's super good. I'm going to sit down and enjoy this.
2: On this show. So it, 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 it's been very funny. Uh, I went out to pick up a pizza last night and there's a beer store next door and I haven't been in a beer store up here in forever. And I was like, oh, I should see what they have. And it is all hard seltzer or just. Grim uh beer choices. So grim is uh, great.
0: The, That's good. I'm grim, glad you no, got that. Nope,
2: nope, nope, not the grim. I mean that is an adjective. Yeah, that was uh that was a descriptor, not a uh proper place. Oh. Um they don't they don't distribute out here. In fact, Wall and paul pack Brewery, which is you know 13 minutes down the road, doesn't even distribute to this particular uh beer store. Uh so I wound up getting the Baltimore Blonde from Guinness Open Gate Brewery because it was the I, I, I don't think I've had this outside of the brewery before, but it was like the least offensive choice uh, and was going to go fine with the pizza. And so, uh, how old is what that? This,
3: that beer? Uh,
2: I don't
1: know. Check Why? the date, man.
3: I, I think I saw that recently and it was quite old. I think, uh, I think minus, this is their minus. flagship
2: out of Baltimore. So,
3: okay.
2: um, Great. I don't see, I don't see a date code on the bottle. So now you're giving me pause, but, uh, It tasted good. I had one last night. I just had one when I was talking to you guys. Now it tastes just fine. So it's a perfectly non-offensive, easy drinking beer that, uh, you know, I'd I'd have a couple of, I'd I'd eat this with like crab or whatever. You're
0: supporting that store at not getting better at their job when you make that purchase, right? What's that? You're supporting that store and not getting better at their job, right? Because they don't need to have beer that matters if no No. matter what you're going to buy something
2: right no and they also like the clientele up up here the beer drinkers up here um i think are more than happy to buy the 30 packs of bush light and that's all you know i think is demanded uh and you know mm-hmm. the brewery was closed yesterday it was a wednesday they were closed so i'm uh uh i wasn't able to get down there for it and i usually just buy beer from there or bring beer from home Huh. I don't need to Those I don't need to support good. every little, you know. I am I am kudosing
0: Wallem Paul Puck. Did I say it right?
2: You're 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 like
3: 85% there. Yeah, you're closer than any of your other previous attempts. So.
0: so I will tell you his profile, his profile runs a little sweeter than I would prefer. You know what I mean? Like each of his beers, his Kolsch, well not the Grasscu Grassy was dry as fuck, but the Kolsch and the Mybach both are a little sweeter than I would have made either, but as a, you know, a work three out of six down, they're super clean and they're super tasty and they're very pretty and they're not so sweet that I'm like, Oh, it's too sweet. You know what I mean? It's just, just a couple, couple point Plato higher than I would finish beers, but they're really neat. They're fun to drink.
2: One of these weekends, uh we'll get the four of us and uh we'll all four of us can come up to the house and we'll go to the brewery and we'll record some shows because it gets lonely and we're recording the shows all the way up here in the mountains by myself
0: so. is it okay with you if i bring a neon velvet poster and a black light because
2: that fucking <laughs> the wood wall
0: here. you sit in front of when we talk to you for me without it would just break my brain
2: you can you can like, put it uh you can put like it you need the, the, the 1987 pink floyd... kitten poster uh calendar no no you need that the, is need hanging the... up in the uh but that room.
0: room so desperately needs that pink floyd prism and a black light. Hey, just, I, feel,
2: it, I feel like it oh, might clash dude. with the wicker furniture too much but uh wait you know.
0: something just happened to your mic
2: you're muffled Uh oh
0: it's like you put the mic in your arm i was so i was, was i was
2: looking i was looking around the room at the wicker furniture and the mic got uh you know under my Mike shirt. Got, so Mike yeah. got armpitted. Yes. Understood.
0: So, uh, Cass,
2: have you made yeah. any big,
0: have you made any big deals for us besides bringing me these beers? Cause I'm very grateful. You should do this more often.
1: <laughs> I think that was a, uh, just a luck and a draw of having a very excellent guest on a few weeks ago. No. Um, mm. big, big deals, man. No, man, I'm too busy working on seltzer projects.
0: Ugh, seltzer.
1: Everything. Everything's canned seltzer, man. Everything.
0: Not everything.
1: Everything <laughs> <Not> <laughs> ever. about that until, until you make one, yeah. No, uh,
0: I mean, so I'm so everywhere on that, right? Like, so as you guys know, because we've we've talked about, it, especially in our Patreon Zoom calls, it's been a really hard year on my brain. Um, and I think 10 years in, you you kind of slice times and what your priorities are and what you think you're doing. And you know, it's, it's so pompous and ridiculous. And so, you know, smelling your own farts or whatever the phrase is to believe that what you care about will be interesting to people in the first place to even open a brewery. So I don't apologize for that. But as we come out of this, and I'm trying to see the paths forward to fixing the mistakes of the last couple years, operations wise and still embrace my new love for it doesn't need to make me think it just needs to make me content and that i wish that for my neighbors phase as we settle back into this and pick our path for the next year i remind myself that that what we do or what we do when we do our best is consider beer through that lens that scope of beer is cuisine And, like, five or six years ago, when I started seeing La Croix cans show up in my house, I was like, I'd love a a super interesting kind of grown-up version of these flavored seltzers. And I was thinking in terms of, like, seltzer with bitters. Like, if you've ever done a lot of years as a bartender. Yeah when you show up in the morning way too hungover, like like queasy hungover, you throw a couple shots of bitters and seltzer ginger ale, depending on how bad the hangover is, and you just settle your stomach that way. And I really do like seltzer with bitters. Like if, if Lauren and I were going out tonight and I had to drive and it wasn't a drinking night, I would just get seltzer with bitters. So I wrote a program that was going to be you know, low alcohol seltzers with bitters. And I started writing recipes for like cherry bitters and orange bitters and celery bitters. And in my head, combining those with tomato bitters, and doing all these kind of small run seltzer with bitters and had the recipes and the brewer I was working on that with left and it became backburnered. And then it got further backburnered when I realized I had to solve all these other problems. And I think I just need to wait for this seltzer phase to go away or become so humdrum that nobody thinks it's interesting we're doing a seltzer. And then like all things, I'll just find that small group of people that want to do things the way we want to do things and we'll make them seltzers. You know what I mean? Like like I just, right now, I feel like it's such the, it'd be like if you made a root beer beer four years ago
1: right like now
0: is now is when i'd go back to entertaining the idea of you know because root well you know i love fucking around with with aromatics and herbs and stuff and those all end up somewhere in the root beer phase but you couldn't do root beer for four years because then it's trend you know it's jumping someone else's train and everybody's thinking in terms of sickly sweet beverages and not mature palate taste so You know, as we come back out of it this summer, we start doing our shit again. It's kind of been the, yeah, do it as long as you see a path to doing it, you know, through the lens of cuisine. Like, even so it's, you know, I always use the chicken metaphor. If you're roasting a chicken, like every chef roasts a chicken. There's nothing wrong with roasting a chicken. Every brewery makes a hazy but you got to make it your way. Right. Yeah. So we have, we've now settled into about four different hazy programs we love and we do them very differently than anybody else does them. Yet they're still our roasted chicken. And as much as you know what it is. Um, so I'm just waiting for seltzer, the seltzer market to mature that way. And then I'll come back to if we still think that's fun, but yeah, so seltzer is a beer and everybody needs to stop pretending it is. Well,
2: Amen. Happy Independence Day, guys. Yeah. That's
0: right. Hey. That's that's another thing. The reason we're recording on a Thursday afternoon, and I'm I'm already three and away at this point. Yeah. I'm I'm at it, baby. Hey, and kids. this Maybach is trouble, man. I wanna put some peanut butter in this Maybach.
1: No, no, <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> I'm but telling you, man. You
2: put mybach in my peanut butter. I got two, peanut butter. Two in my ounces Maybach. of PB2 in this mybach would be
0: so, so, so Smuckers and Jiff.
2: Uh, it would best. be. All right, fine, I'm not
0: disagreeing. Have you had their mybach? It tastes very grapey. It's super I don't think good, I have.
2: I'm gonna when I'm up here again. We've talked weeks, about so. this
0: before, and I get it somewhere around sixty lava but. But it tastes like grapes to me. And this is not the first one. Mm, love it. Anyway, wow. what else do we need to talk about? What haven't we caught up on?
3: Uh, we feel good? I think we're I good, good. Yeah, hmm, I, run I think and pick we're good. Up my daughter, so, uh, you got a letter? No, I have to run and pick up my daughter. All right.
0: From-
1: I got a hard, so, I got a hard I seltzer
3: call
0: in six minutes. So I got uh, to No, pass. I do not have you a letter. are the problem. Anyway. All right, boys. Well, thank you. Thanks for surviving this year. What a crazy-ass fucking year. Good job, guys. Anyway, happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. Do it in person soon. Absolutely. Yeah, we are overdue. Everybody was invited here today, but you guys were all too busy in North Carolina.
1: Next time. (laughs) Next Next time. time. Hey, we got to tell them where to reach us, no?
0: (laughs) You got to do that shit, Cass. That's your job. Night that is, that is my job. Write, tell write them those... how to pay. Tell them how to pay, so we can all make it up to the Poconos for that that sweet, sweet poster party.
1: Yeah. So send us money. patreoncom uh, slash beer. We thank you for those that do donate to us. It it really does go a long way. We appreciate it. Write us those love letters and hate mail. Steal this beer podcast at gmail.com, and do follow us on all social medias. We have like no Instagram followers yet. We have so many. So many listeners, so follow us and <laughs> steal this beer on all the platforms, and see what we're drinking on Untapped. We'll uh, we'll check into to some of the beers that we drank today, uh, so you can see what they what they're doing. So that's right. Thanks, y'all. Good as always, Cass. All right, be good, thanks. y'all. Get out, guys. Later. Cheers.
2: Cheers.